your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 392 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. That song you were hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And we got a lot to do today. Just going to kind of jump from one thing to the next and get through everything as quickly as possible because there's uh, a lot to cover. So we're going to spend just a little bit of time on a couple of different topics, or that's the plan anyway. Basically, we're going to put a bow on the 2020 2021 NHL season, which of course ended last night. The Lightning winning their second straight Stanley Cup, beating the Montreal Canadiens in five games by a score of one to nothing last night. Uh, The NHL's buyout window opens today. We'll get into that as well and how it might impact the Rangers. I also want to talk a little bit about the betting odds from our friends at betonline.ag because they already have Stanley Cup championship odds posted for next season. Those things always fluctuate up and down, but I wanted to just kind of take a preliminary look at where the Rangers stand and who the early favorites are to uh, hoist the Stanley Cup next season. But let's start off once again, just kind of putting a bow on the 2020-2021 NHL season. Game five, you know, it was a good game last night. It was tight all the way through. But I think overall, this Stanley Cup final series, it's just a classic case of one team being a heck of a lot better than the other. And I take nothing away from the Montreal Canadiens. They had an amazing run to the finals. Uh, They fought hard, but the Lightning are just too good, man. I mean, going into the playoffs, I think a lot of us kind of had them pegged as, you know, the favorite. I did not pick them to win the Stanley Cup when the playoffs started, simply because, I mean, what fun is that? That's just that's just too easy. I think I had, uh, what was it, Avalanche over Penguins, so that obviously didn't work out for me. But and when you look at that roster, top to bottom, the depth that they have, there are no holes, there are no weaknesses, and it's no surprise, really, that this team, uh, what certainly looks to be the most talented team in the entire league, is now celebrating its second straight Stanley Cup championship. And, you know, whether you love the Lightning, whether you hate the Lightning, whether you're completely indifferent to this team, and I kind of fall into column C there, if you will. Uh, But I think, regardless of how you feel about them, this is an intriguing storyline going into next season because will there be a three-peat? And if there is a three-peat, it will be the first time that it's happened since the New York Islanders won the Stanley Cup for four consecutive seasons from 1980 to 1983. Uh, the last of those four Stanley Cups was three years before I was born, so I consider myself very fortunate to have not had to live through that. Uh, those of you that have been watching the Rangers and you're kind of old school fans and you've been into this team a lot longer than I have, uh, my heart goes out to you having to go through uh, watching the Islanders win the Stanley Cup for four straight years. Can't even imagine how miserable that must have been. But even the Edmonton Oilers, you know, we talk about the dynasty that they had, and obviously Obviously, it is one of the uh, more impressive dynasties, really, in NHL history. But even the Oilers, they won the Stanley Cup five times in seven years from 1984 to 1990. But none of those were three years in a row. They were all kind of broken up, a couple of repeats, but no three-peats. And so, yeah, this has the chance to happen for the first time in about 40 years here. Not quite 40 years, but pretty close. And either way, you know, I do think that is an intriguing storyline to watch. I'm going to say right now, I don't think it happens. I just... The competitive balance in the NHL is just too tight right now. There's too many great teams and, you know, certain series, maybe you have puck luck on your side. Maybe a certain series you don't have puck luck on your side. 
I just I don't see them winning uh, three straight Stanley Cups, and I think that they might end up losing at least a couple of uh, important players in free agency. That's something we can keep our eye on. There might even be some guys there that the Rangers might be interested in. We'll get into that in a future episode, but, you know, watching Game 5 last night, and I don't know how many of you guys tuned into this. I mean, I'm a hockey fan. I'm always going to watch the Stanley Cup Finals, but in the last couple minutes of this game, Game 5 last night, with about maybe like five minutes to go or so, you know, I couldn't help but think, imagine the Rangers being in this position. Imagine them being up three games to one in the Stanley Cup Finals at home in Madison Square Garden for Game 5, trying to run out the clock on a one to nothing win and, and closing in on a Stanley Cup championship. It's, wow. You know, it, it really, it kind of takes you back to 1994 and that feeling that we all had, those of us who were uh, fortunate enough to be old enough to remember the 1994 Stanley Cup championship, being in that position. I mean, obviously, look, that those were some really tense moments there against the Canucks in Game 7 in 1994. But, you know, it, it just really makes you kind of yearn for the Rangers to get back to that moment. And I think that they can. Uh, it's still going to take some time. Obviously, they're still kind of putting the pieces together. And, you know, it could be happening in just a couple of years in the best case scenario. But I want you guys to think about that, man. Just just try to imagine the New York Rangers being in that scenario and, uh, you know, having a chance to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, in my lifetime, I'm going to be 35 next month. The Rangers have been in the Stanley Cup Finals twice, and they won it once. So, And some fan bases are not even that lucky. So, We'll see. You know, it's a team putting the pieces together and a team that has a chance to make that dream into a reality, but uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see if they can keep pushing the right buttons and developing these players and ultimately getting back to that stage and hoisting another Stanley Cup. It would truly be amazing to see. But I can't go another second on here without giving some serious props to Mr. Ryan McDonough, obviously now his second straight Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's always a little bit bittersweet, you know, the fact that he's no longer on the Rangers and, you know, the Rangers had so many great runs with Ryan McDonough there. He was the captain for a lot of that as well. They go to the Stanley Cup Finals the one year. They're not able to win it. But, I mean, you talk about just... I mean, the guy's just solid as a rock back there, a bona fide playoff performer, somebody who was a key, key part of this run for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, at this point, he's mostly a stay-at-home defense, and he's really always been uh, something of a stay-at-home defenseman, but he can chip in offensively every now and then. But the play that he made in Game 7 against the Islanders when he moved the puck with the Lightning shorthanded out of the zone into the neutral zone, and uh, the Lightning were kind of on their way, end up scoring a goal, and ultimately went on to win that Game 7 by a score of one to nothing. Uh, you know, if he doesn't make that play, maybe the Lightning don't even get past the Islanders, which is even scarier to think about now that I'm saying that out loud. But you get the idea. Ryan McDonough, obviously a huge, huge part of this team. Uh, just a true bonafide professional, a guy who always gets the job done in the playoffs. We saw that firsthand for many, many years when he was, uh, you know, the top defenseman on the New York Rangers for however long it was. I mean, many, many deep playoff runs uh, with Ryan McDonough at the helm and sort of captaining the ship, so to speak. And I also got to say that trade that the Rangers made where they sent Ryan McDonough and JT Miller to the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for Libor Hayek, Brett Howden, Vladislav Nemesikov, a first rounder that ended up being Nils Lundqvist, and a second rounder that ended up being Carl Henriksen. I don't know how this is possible, but that trade, literally by like the hour, just continues to look worse and worse and worse for the Rangers. Even though it happened a couple of seasons ago, I believe uh, now three seasons ago, it just keeps getting worse because Ryan McDonough is still an outstanding player for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I realized, you know, he had a big salary and maybe the Rangers, they wanted to rebuild. They didn't feel like they could hang on to him at that time. And it was a deal that made sense, provided you get a good return for Ryan McDonough and JT Miller. The problem is the Rangers did not get a good return for Ryan McDonough and JT Miller. And they're still kind of paying the price for that. JT Miller has obviously had some really nice seasons, uh, both with the Lightning and then really coming into his own with the Vancouver Canucks. 
And really, I mean, we're at the point, if you're a Ranger fan, your only hope of really salvaging that trade is if Nils Lundqvist turns out to be as advertised, because he's played very, very well overseas, former first-round pick for the Rangers back in 2018, and he has a chance to be a very, very good defenseman in this league. But if somebody, if the Rangers are going to kind of hit a home run out of the five assets that they acquired in that trade, it's pretty much going to have to be Nils Lundqvist. I mean, I don't see Brett Howden developing into a superstar. I don't see Libor Hayek developing into a superstar, even though I would say he did play a little bit better uh, this past season than he did the season before. Carl Henriksen, you know the book's still on him too, a former second round pick. The Rangers seem to like what they have uh, with Henriksen, but man, I mean, that trade, every time you bring it up, it sticks in your crawl, and it's a trade we've talked about a couple of times on this podcast in the past, but I swear, every single time I bring it up, the rain, it looks even worse for the Rangers. It looks like they got even less and got slaughtered even worse in the deal every single time I bring it up on this podcast, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Uh, you win some, you lose some, and that was one of the rare misses to me of the Jeff Gorton era. But we're just getting started here today. Going to talk about Stanley Cup championship odds for next season in just a second here. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so as promised, I wanted to kind of dive into the early money lines as far as who has the best chance to win the Stanley Cup next season. This is according to our good friends at betonline.ag. And I am very much an amateur when it comes to, you know, sports betting terminology and what have you. So please bear with me as I go through this. But I want to just kind of share with you guys some of the highlights of the odds that have been laid out by BetOnline and just at least talk about some of the teams that have some of the best odds, find out where the Rangers are, talk about the teams with the worst odds, et cetera, et cetera. So for starters, uh, according to betonline.ag, the team with the best chance to win the Stanley Cup next season is once again the Colorado Avalanche. I believe they also had the best odds coming into this last season as well. I don't know that for sure. Make of that what you will. Uh, The Vegas Golden Knights have the second best odds of winning the Stanley Cup. They are at plus 600. And then Tampa Bay is in third at plus 700. I think those are probably the three teams that I would put at or near the top of this list as well. But I would have the Tampa Bay Lightning at number one. I mean, they've won the Stanley Cup in each of the past two seasons. Maybe the odds makers here are anticipating them losing some of their key players to free agency, or maybe they just feel like it'd be hard for a certain team to win the Stanley Cup three years in a row. Or maybe they just feel that the Avalanche Knights quite simply have better teams than the Tampa Bay Lightning do. But, I mean, to me, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Ric Flair. So, um, yeah, I mean, to me, Tampa kind of gets snubbed here, and I would have them at the top of this list. Another thing to consider there when it comes to these odds, I think Tampa, once they get to the playoffs now, they're going to be playing pretty free and easy. There was tremendous pressure on that Tampa Bay Lightning team two years ago to complete that run and win the Stanley Cup because they were far and away the best team in hockey. It certainly would have seemed. And of course, the season before that was the year that 
they set that record. They won all those games in the regular season. And then they got swept right out of the playoffs by the Columbus Blue Jackets in four games. So there was a ton of pressure on Tampa Bay two years ago to win the Stanley Cup. They win the Cup. And then this past year, the, the season that just ended last night, I don't think there was really as much pressure because... You know, if you're Tampa, it's like, well, you know, we did just win one. And of course you want more. Of course you're still hungry. And not every single player on the team this year was on the team the season before. But either way, I mean, you got your Stanley Cup. Just about everybody on that roster got their Stanley Cup. And now that they've won two in a row, I got to think like, again, there's not going to be a ton of pressure on this team next season. Of course, they want to win it again. Uh, The D word always gets thrown around, the dynasty word. And, you know, Tampa Bay maybe has a chance to do exactly that, become a dynasty. But... They've won it twice in a row. There's going to be a lot more pressure on teams like the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup next season, I would think. And then to just kind of round out the top five here, you've got the Carolina Hurricanes at plus 1,100, and then the Bruins and Maple Leafs are tied for the fifth best odds at plus 1,400. But the million-dollar question, where do the Rangers rank on this list? Where do they stand compared to the other teams in the NHL? Well, the Rangers, according to betonline.ag, once again, they are tied with the St. Louis Blues, They have plus 2,800 odds to win the Stanley Cup next season, and that is good for 14th place. So the Rangers, along with the Blues, tied for 14th place, the 14th best odds to win the Stanley Cup, the 14th most likely team to win the Stanley Cup next season. And I should also point out, when it comes to the Rangers, there are 13 teams ahead of them, and all 13 of those teams went to the playoffs last season. And according to BetOnline, the Rangers have a better chance to win the Stanley Cup this upcoming season than two teams that made the postseason uh, this season that just concluded here. Those two teams being the Nashville Predators. They are plus 4,000 to win the Cup. And the Winnipeg Jets, same odds. They are also plus 4,000 to win the Stanley Cup. But I also find it very intriguing that the Rangers at plus 2,800, and again, the 14th most likely team to win the Stanley Cup next season in a tie with the Blues, according to betonline.ag, they have better odds, or they're more likely to win the Cup, however you want to phrase it, than any of the other non-postseason teams from this past season. And I think that's encouraging. I think we've all been pretty bullish uh, for the most part about where this rebuild is heading. A lot of people are really excited about uh, the foundation that the Rangers have laid. Of course, it doesn't uh, hurt to get lucky and get to pick Alexi Lafreniere number one overall, get to pick Capo Caco number two overall. But I think overall things are moving in the right direction. And it seems like the odds makers would agree with us here. And then just for some fun to just kind of round out the list here, there are six teams that have been given plus 10,000 odds to win the Stanley Cup next season. And I don't think any of them are really all that big of a surprise. The teams that are least likely to win the Cup, once again, according to Bet Online, are the Anaheim Ducks, the Buffalo Sabres, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Detroit Red Wings, the New Jersey Devils, and the Seattle Kraken. So the Kraken don't exist yet. They don't have any players yet, and yet they have the same odds of winning the Stanley Cup as five current NHL teams. Got it. But the one team I'm a little bit surprised to see there, I will say, I will admit, it is the New Jersey Devils. I wouldn't really have them uh, on that same level of, frankly, ineptitude that those other teams are at. I think the Devils at least have some solid, exciting young players, but I mean, I I would certainly have them near the bottom, but I don't know that I would lump them in uh, with the rest of this crew here. But yeah, I mean, it's always fun to kind of uh, just look ahead and check out these odds and see who's where, and maybe we'll do this one more time right before the regular season starts after the draft and free agency and everything else that's going to happen in the offseason. And in just a second, we're going to talk about the NHL's buyout window opening. We're also going to talk about Tony D'Angelo. Those two things are probably connected, and uh, we will get into that in just a second here. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So the NHL's buyout window is going to be open in actually just a couple of hours here because this is another night episode. As I'm recording this, it's about a little bit after 8.30 here on Thursday night. Kind of going through a little bit of an adjustment period because, and there's probably some people who can relate to this that are listening to this, because, you know, I've just been back in the office for a couple of days this week and just kind of figuring everything out, what days I'm going to be in the office, what days I'm going to work from home, and when's the best time to record this podcast. I'm sure a lot of you can relate, those of you who are uh, either going back to the office now or you've been back in the office or you're going to be going to the office in, uh, you know, the near future here. Uh, So it's kind of just touch and go right now. Uh, Tomorrow's episode, Friday's episode probably will be out during the day at kind of a normal time. But... Yeah, I mean, the NHL's buyout window is going to be open tonight. The way it works is it technically opens 24 hours after the conclusion of the final game of the Stanley Cup Finals. So I guess that would be around 11 o'clock p.m. tonight. I really don't think we're going to hear any buyout news at 11 or 11.30 or midnight or anything like that. I think teams would probably just wait until uh, Friday, the next day, the next morning at least, to make announcements like that. And that, of course, leads us to Tony D'Angelo, who at this point is a slam dunk buyout candidate for the Rangers. But D'Angelo probably won't be bought out until after the expansion draft. And there are a couple of reasons for this. Uh, Number one, the Rangers, like every team in the NHL, need to meet certain requirements as far as who they expose in this expansion draft. And one thing that every team is required to do is to expose at least one defenseman who is under contract for next season. And skipping over the Ranger defensemen who are ineligible to be selected in the expansion draft, the Rangers only have three defensemen that meet that criteria. You've got Ryan Lindgren, and they're obviously going to protect him. You've got Anthony Boteto, who will be exposed. And you've got Tony D'Angelo, who will also be exposed. And... Libor Hayek is a restricted free agent right now, so he would need to re-sign with the Rangers. As I understand it, he would need to re-sign with the Rangers to meet that criteria as far as a defenseman under contract who could be exposed. Uh, Boteto is there, so you figure he's obviously going to be exposed, but if there's a situation where Hayek and Boteto get traded, then the Rangers might need to put Tony D'Angelo out there to be exposed. But regardless of any of that, the Rangers are going to expose Tony D'Angelo in this expansion draft because the best way for this to end for the Rangers as far as how they're going to move on from Tony D'Angelo, which they have already said, uh, they have not wavered on this at all. They will not bring Tony D'Angelo back. He has played his last game with the New York Rangers despite a new regime kind of being in place for this team now as far as the general manager and the head coach. Uh, D'Angelo is not coming back. And so the best way for this to end for the Rangers is to expose him in the Seattle expansion draft and then the Kraken end up taking D'Angelo. And 
The Kraken essentially just take him off the Rangers' hands. They don't owe him another dime. He's Seattle's problem now. And on top of that, from the Ranger perspective, it'd be a great place for Tony D'Angelo to go because they wouldn't have to worry about playing him very often next season. You know, he's not going to a division rival. He's not going to come back and stick it to the Rangers, this, that, and the other thing. Um, would Seattle take D'Angelo? I don't think so. I don't think it's as impossible as a lot of other people make it out to be. It is going to depend quite a bit, and we've talked about this before, but it's going to depend quite a bit on who else the Seattle Kraken select in this expansion draft because there could be another player like Tony D'Angelo, not so much as far as personality goes, but one of those kind of boomer bust type players that you take in the expansion draft. Just really swing for the fences, all or nothing. This guy's either going to be come over and be a big-time impact player or he's going to self-destruct and find himself out of the NHL. It it's almost feels like it'll be one extreme or the other. And, you know, maybe Seattle would be willing to take a little bit of a gamble with Tony D'Angelo. I would put the odds at maybe like 8 or 10%, but I think a lot of people have it at 0%, and I would not go that far because you know, it's very easy to forget. With all the controversy and everything that happened this past season, Tony D'Angelo is a very skilled offensive defenseman. Offensive defensemen like him don't just grow on trees, and if you're Seattle— you're looking to make maybe a splashy signing. You're looking to, you know, take a chance on somebody who is still fairly young and is obviously very talented. Then maybe you do actually give some consideration to Tony D'Angelo. And I think that would be a best case scenario for everyone involved. Uh, the Rangers can be completely free of him. They don't owe him any more money. And I think for D'Angelo himself, that would be a great thing for him to go to uh, the Seattle Kraken and just kind of get a fresh start. I mean, it's an expansion team after all. And he wouldn't have to go into some other locker room where there's already an established culture and all these guys know each other. No, he'd be going to the Seattle Kraken, which just like the Vegas Golden Knights a few years ago, would basically be a team of castaways from all around the league. And if there's any place where somebody gets a second or even third chance in D'Angelo's case, depending on how you look at it, uh, maybe that's the ideal place for him to be. And I think it's something that at least possibly could happen. And the other thing that's really nice here, if the Kraken do indeed end up taking Tony D'Angelo, which again, I don't think it has really that great of a chance of happening, but if it does, then we as Ranger fans don't have to say goodbye to a player that, you know, some of us might like in this upcoming expansion draft. The Kraken won't take Colin Blackwell. They won't take Julian Gauthier. They won't take Kevin Rooney. I guess he could even throw Brett Howden in there as well, because as things stand right now, it looks all but certain that one of those four players that I just mentioned, Gautier, Blackwell, Rooney, or Howden, are going to be taken by the Seattle Kraken. Again, that's assuming that they do not take Tony D'Angelo. Obviously, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, NHL drafts, they always tend to have a couple of curveballs, a couple of surprises, and I don't think the expansion draft uh, will be or should be any exception. So we'll see. We'll see. We're just kind of in a holding pattern for now, and we'll continue to talk about the Rangers' approach to the expansion draft uh, in the days and weeks, well, really just days, because every team in the NHL, excluding the Vegas Golden Knights, is required to submit their list of protected players to the NHL by Saturday, July 17th. And the league will then release these names to the public sometime on Sunday, July 18th. So by my count, that's nine days for the Rangers and everyone else to come to a decision as far as uh, what players they would like to protect in this upcoming expansion draft. And that's going to be a very, very interesting look 
list, uh, not just for the Rangers, but really for every team in the NHL. Going to be a lot of fun, and uh, definitely looking forward to covering that. Uh, that will pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that's at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, what is the game plan for the Phoenix Suns in Game 2 against the Milwaukee Bucks? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.